Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Hello and welcome to Snack Masters Incorporated. I'm Dooner, here with the man who puts the belly in Jelly Belly. It's MSG. <laughs> MSG, how are you, buddy? Man, I'm doing great. Couldn't be better. How's it going over there? It's going good. We've been uh, we've been talking Easter, and I've been preparing for Easter. I had to get some egg coloring kits and an egg dye, and I've been looking into baskets and stuff as I was sourcing the stuff for the show, and I didn't know if I wanted to go, you know, with like a cheap Walmart basket or something. I didn't end up with anything. I ended up just getting the candy because I couldn't, I couldn't decide. Because Snackmaster Jr., he's of age now. He's like, he's three. So everything is, an, is a new memory to him. He's, he's really, re- you know, recording these thoughts and experiencing them. So... This is kind of going to be the defining Easter basket of his childhood, if you think about it. Yeah, we're getting to that point with our family where it's, I'm not sure if we're going to do Easter eggs this year or not. My kids, um, you know, my daughter's definitely too old to do it. My son is, he's getting towards the end of it. I'm not sure if he's, I, I, I imagine he'll look forward to it, but this this might be one of the last years we do it. When you go and get a basket for the kids, how do you set up? What do you, how do you create your basket? You know, I, I don't really have much to do with that part. I know my wife, she'll buy like little things. Things that she knows, kind of like the the Christmas stocking sort of thing, little a bunch of little things, and every year, you know, on Easter we set them outside, and then uh, I somehow get them to go to the door, and they'll open the door, and there'll be Easter baskets there. They make out pretty good. I mean, it's got to be like fifty bucks a piece worth of you know little trinkets and candy and stuff. So you put like toys and things in there instead of just just the candy little small items maybe like a, a fidget spinner i know those aren't as popular anymore but but you know maybe some pogs what am i talking do people have pogs i'm really, really throwing date references out here but uh yeah i don't know slime you know, kids still make slime that that was last summer too i don't i don't know i think she puts in like uh I'm trying to remember, but yeah, it's just it's just little stuff like that. She doesn't usually buy the pre-made big basket that you can get at Walmart or whatever. She actually seems like she puts some thought into it. Again, since I didn't have it as a kid, I'm always kind of surprised by how much she puts into it. It's it's funny to me. Yeah, the pre-made ones always look kind of lame. They seem to have the, the cheapest of toys imaginable, and they always throw some candy in there that you don't want, some black jelly beans or whatever <laughs> it may be. But, uh, you know, my Easter basket creation is informed by my childhood. And when I was a kid, we would we would get a regular plastic, you know, Easter basket with the green grass in there and then the plastic eggs filled with different types of candy, maybe a chocolate bunny or two, and then a toy that was, you know, under 20 bucks or so. Not a vehicle, but maybe like a He-Man or a Ninja Turtle or mm. something on the smaller end. And then, you know, sometimes if my birthday fell near Easter, as, as you had that same problem, sometimes the Easter bunny would cut into my birthday gifts and I would, I would always get less those seasons. Yeah, I'll cop to it. I steal. So I kind of have an Easter chip on my shoulder. Because like Easter was like, like, especially if it fell on my birthday, then I would have to, you know, get up, 
get dressed up, go to church, and then go to brunch with the family. And when you're a kid, especially if you just get a bunch of candy and like a toy or something, the last thing you want to do is then go hang out in church for an hour and a half. Yeah, and it's always elbow to elbow at church there and... Yeah, I, I get you. Oh, yeah, it's casual city. For drinkers, it's amateur night on like New Year's Eve or St. Patrick's Day. Easter is like amateur night for uh, agnostics or casual people trying to forgive their souls who haven't done anything nice all year except for this one day. And then, uh, you know, the kind of person who shows up at Easter, too, they also go on Christmas Eve. Because I would say that of all of them, the like church holidays, yeah. they, like Christmas Eve is number one, right? Mm-hmm. That's where like everybody's in the house. Because I can't and then uh easter's definitely number two and then you have a ton of like casual christians or casual catholics who who go to both or only one of those holidays and never go to church any other time. Yeah, you can look it up. Do you guys do the the egg coloring with like the the P like the Paz egg kits? I've always like I've always hated hard-boiled eggs, so I've never really I've never liked egg coloring. It just kind of like smells like eggs and like and vinegar and then your your hands get all messy and uh <laughs> I don't know, I was I was never a huge egg color, but we do it every year even before we had kids. My mother-in-law has us up at their place in Connecticut and she hosts an egg coloring and it's not bad, mind you. It's fun. And if, as long as someone else is like arranging and getting all this stuff, like I'll, I'll sit there, I'll, I'll play ball and I'll be happy to do it. But it's not really something that, at least prior to kids, I would have gone out as an adult and colored Easter eggs. I'm surprised at how, how traditionalist both my kids are. They won't, they won't skip out on any of those things. So uh, yeah, we do. We get the, you know, the little tabs and just like anything, they've evolved. They've gotten more creative. There's, you know, the glitter ones and I, I know the trick of writing stuff on it with a white crayon on the egg before you dye it, and then it kind of creates a pattern. But yeah, they've really come a long way with it, and uh, my kids don't let me get away without doing it. What, what usually happens with me is half of mine end up being like a dark bluish black color because <laughs> I'll put one in each one of like the tubs you have, and you get four colors, and then the rest I'll be like, well, what now? And I'll get bored, so I'll put like another one in orange, then I'll take it out and I'll throw it in green, and then I'll be like, yeah. Kind of looks weird. And eventually I end up mixing all the colors. And uh, yeah, they don't look that great. My wife's pretty artistic at that. She's like hands-on artistic. She can make some uh, nice eggs. My sister-in-law, she can as well. You know, last episode we did Peeps and we weren't huge fans of the Peeps, but we liked the newer flavors. And we talked about some of the history of Easter and where Peeps came from. So go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. But today we're going to do the uh, jelly beans. Jelly beans are... A staple of, and you know, until we did last ones, I didn't realize Peeps were the second biggest seller after chocolate. I thought I assumed easily it would be jelly beans. You know, to, uh, jelly beans seem like far enough. I know you see Peeps everywhere, but who doesn't like jelly beans? There's some jelly bean facts. Like maybe you don't eat them, but Americans consume 16 billion jelly beans at Easter. That's just in America. If all of the Easter jelly beans were lined end to end, they could circle the globe nearly three times. Or leave a gigantic pile in space if you're a flat earther. <laughs> yeah, candy dish in space of jelly. Where do they think things go when they fall off the edge of the earth? In, maybe into uh, a candy dish of jelly beans. I, I don't even know. Remember Hands Across America? We should do They should really do this with the jelly beans. They're saying it can happen, but I want to see it in action. Yeah, that'd be a, a valuable use of jelly beans to me. I, 
I'd rather see that than eat them. Jelly beans have not always been an Easter tradition, but they came along pretty early. The tradition started in the 1860s. They were likely first made in America, in my hometown, Boston, by candy maker William Schrift, who urged people to send his jelly beans to soldiers during the Civil War. And it's interesting because a lot of candies were developed during wartime, like M&Ms, for example, were developed so they wouldn't melt in soldiers' hands. I did not know that. Yeah, that's why the coating is on there. So, you know, melts in uh, your mouth, not in your hands. Just like a lot of our technology that we have, like GPSs and cell phones, uh, candy as well, born out of war and death and fighting. So when you're eating your M&Ms or your jelly beans, realize a lot of men died for those. (laughs) 70% of kids aged 6 to 11 say they prefer to eat jelly beans one at a time. That's surprising to me. 23% report eating several at once. Boys were more apt to eat handfuls than girls, which was uh, 29% to 18%. Do you just take like a big old handful or do you savor each flavor for what they are? I don't know. I don't eat enough to really have a tradition, but I'll I'll eat them one by one. And I tend to like separate the, the colors. Like I'll eat some green ones and then I'll eat some red ones and then I'll eat some. But gosh... I don't, I I just don't eat them that much. The only time I go with one by one is if I have something like Jelly Belly, where they throw some (laughs) landmines in there with like buttered popcorn, which I absolutely despise. Uh, They have some other just weird flavors in there that uh, like a black jelly bean. When you get a bunch of fruit in your mouth, the last thing you want is just like a burst of, of popcorn or black jelly bean. Don't get me started on like the Harry Potter uh, jelly beans. I think they changed their name now from the Harry Potters to uh, what is it? There's a game that you play. I've got them for my niece and nephew before where there's like baby wipes flavor and they'll also have coconut, which will both be white. And there's a spinner and you spin it and you got to grab the flavor that it lands on. And, you know, you can either get booger or lime or puke or tutti frutti. Bean boozled. Yeah. Oh, those are the, yeah, bean boozled. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Those ones, you know, you can't just throw a handful in your mouth because you could end up with a melting pot of uh, disaster. Yeah. Children indicate that their favorite Easter jelly bean flavors are cherry, followed by strawberry, grape, lime, and blueberry. You know, you said you don't like jelly beans. And as a kid, I didn't really like them that much either because the ones that I grew up with before better flavors and more gourmet flavors came out were the first ones I'm going to review. Brox knows the secret of old-fashioned candy store candy, so Brox uses pure, real chocolate. Good country butter, whole milk, plump raisins and cherries. Mmm, what an old-fashioned value. They're the Brox Classic Jelly Bird Eggs, and, uh, woo. These things, they always just taste like sugar to me. The flavors really never resonated, and then, of course, you always have, like, that gross black jelly bean thrown into the mix. I haven't had these in a long time because so many better jelly beans have come down the pike since. But since we're doing jelly beans and we did things like peeps, I wanted to stay traditional. I got the Brock's Classic here, Jelly Bird Eggs, America's candy maker. Although, as we mentioned earlier, they were not the first. Here you get 14 pieces for a serving. There's 30 grams of sugar in here. And that's basically all. is uh, sugar, corn syrup. These are a little thicker than your usual jelly bean. With a jelly belly, you've got, you know, jelly bellies are like half the size of a Brock's. A Brock's is a bit of a Thicker, you know, if it was a vitamin, people would call it a horse pill. (laughs) Yeah, it's that time of the year, man. (laughs) The flavors you get in here are pink, orange, green, black, yellow, red, and purple. I'm sorry, not yellow, that's white. And let's see if there's any flavor differentiation here. I'm going to avoid the black one for now. I just want to see if if there's any separation. I always remember these all kind of blending together, but I'll start with, well, I guess cherry. Let's go with that one. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. It tastes like uh, tastes like an old school Brock's jelly bean because it's thicker. It's got more of the the interior. I don't know what would you call that mushiness or gumminess. It's not really gummy. I don't know, and not paste like jelly jelliness, gelatinous. It's not jelly either. Right, what would you call the inside? How would you describe the inside of a jelly bean? Man, you really put me on the spot because as you were describing it, I I I agree that uh, it's hard to pin down. I think everybody knows what it is, but it's it is it is hard to describe. It's like a fight, or I'll turn you into a suitcase. There's a slight flavor tweak between each one of these. I'll jump in here, the black one now to punish myself. Mm, yeah. Uh, spitting out the black one. <laughs> so Brock's to me, like, I don't know why people still buy these because I feel like the jelly bean has been so improved upon. There's so many better types of jelly beans. And as I was in the store, I was just looking around. There's just a sea of different types of jelly beans. And there's there's a jelly bean for all types of people. You have sour ones and sweet ones and sugar-coated ones and warhead ones and Sour Patch Kid ones. I even saw Laffy Taffy ones. It, uh, it goes across the board. The black's very old-fashioned, but... Maybe again, it's sort of like that grandma theory with the peeps. They've been so associated with Easter for for a few generations of people that when they go in the store, they're just like, oh yeah, Brock's is the name brand to them as peeps is the name brand to fill the Easter basket. Because I don't know any kid who would go into a store with all of those options of jelly beans and select Brock's. Who are you people who like Brock's jelly beans? Chris Rock, when he was on Saturday Night Live as Nat X, saying that, uh, touting the racism factor of, of jelly beans, saying that, of course, they made the black jelly bean the nastiest one. <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's going it's going for black licorice. <laughs> and, and black licorice or that anise flavor is already kind of a polarizing one. And I, I do like it when it's in licorice form, especially if you get some nice licorice. It's, it's totally tasty. Or remember those old licorice pipes that they used to have? I don't think they make those anymore because they've they've removed the uh, the candy based smoking materials <laughs> that they they used to have like leading up uh, and through the eighties from the shelves for a uh, pretty good reason. Yeah, that's one. That's a flavor that's evolved for me. I I remember just I mean I would get just physically ill if I had black licorice in my mouth as a kid, but now I'm 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 all right with it. I kind of I don't I don't hate it. The Brock's I'm not even gonna eat like the peeps. At least like I microwave them and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, I mean, I have to give these a two just for staying power because they've been around for so you got to respect that. It's not like an abject failure. They've managed to climb, you know, get positioning on every candy shelf and get into so many different kids' candy baskets. They're like the Jared Fogel of Jelly Bean. <laughs> Nobody likes this. Kids don't like them, but kids don't make the buying decisions. And that's how they, they, they end up in the basket. Did you uh, did you get any jelly beans? I have two more sour ones I'm going to compare here. I got the Warheads one and the Sour Patch Kids ones. But where did you get your jelly beans from? What do you got going on in front of you? I bought these out of the bulk bin, and I'm pretty sure they're just the, the Brax uh, brand. And I've been kind of munching on them as you've been talking, and it's the same. And I think here's what I think. The reason I have such disdain for jelly beans, I think the reason I don't like them so much is because as a kid, I think I ate so many that they made me sick from the from just the the sheer amount of sugar. So there's sort of a, a bad memory. That being said, I, I it's been a long time. I tasted them again. They're not great. Put them with a with a two, just a plain old jelly bean. I'm I'm not gonna go out and buy these. I'll see if my kids want to eat the rest of these or something like that. My dog's been eating them as we've been talking here, but I was going to get jelly bellies. But you know, I've had those numerous times. There's so many flavors. You can do episode upon episode of jelly bellies. And I feel like jelly bellies are an all year round candy. They're not kind of exclusive to Easter. So instead, I noticed that they had Warhead Sour Jelly Beans and Sour Patch Kids Sour Jelly Beans. I thought it would be fun to taste them both, see which one's more sour, see which one wins out on there. So at least I can give a good recommendation instead of reminding people 
not to torture their children with brocks. So the first one I'm going to look at here is the warheads. The warheads are warhead sour jelly beans. You get six assorted flavors here. It looks like you got blue. No, it looks like you got grape, lemon, apple, and I am not sure what the rest is. It's probably a cherry, a strawberry, and orange. These are, you get 30 pieces per serving. They're smaller than the Brock's. We only got 14. 140 calories, 25 grams of sugar. So the Warhead Sour Jelly Beans, let's, uh, let's take a taste of these. Let's see if they, if they really hold up. Because I, I love sour candy. I really appreciate a good sour candy. And I really dislike a candy that markets itself in, as sour and does not. And these, unlike, oh, these are pretty sour. Unlike your, your regular jelly bean, they have a sour coating on top of the jelly bean. So it's like a jelly belly sized jelly bean and then rolled in this um, sour flavoring. It, the sour flavoring itself tastes a lot like Warheads. I love that. Unlike those Oreos we did last week, the Oreo Peeps. It was just an Oreo with cream that was dyed a different color. These are carrying their weight. Surprisingly sour. Mm. I would, yeah, I would definitely recommend these. I would definitely get these again. It really sticks with you. I feel like that in, in no time, my tongue would start getting raw and start bleeding as, as I start eating these and start pounding them. I could go to town on these. Yeah, these are good. These are definitely a rebuy as far as sour jelly beans go. Well, you know what? Let me do the Sour Patch Kid one so I can, I can actually rate them against each other because I don't want to give those a 10 and then give Sour Patch Kids a 10 because what if, what if the Sour Patch Kid ones are better? Then where am I at, you know? It's really upsetting. So just to give some contrast here, we got the Sour Patch Jelly Beans. These are 32 pieces per serving, 150 calories, 32 grams. They circle sugar as the first ingredient on this bag, which I found kind of amusing. Warheads does not do that, but they, they both have sugar as a first ingredient, I guess. I don't know. little marketing ploy there by, by Sour Patch Kids Jelly Beans. You only get four flavors with these guys. You get yellow, green, red, and orange. And similarly to the other ones, these also have a powder on it, but it's not as... It's not as dusted as the Warheads are, and I hope that's not an indication of these not being as sour. Hmm. So, well, these are good, too. They're both very good. They will pull their weight in terms of being sour. The biggest difference between the two, the Warhead ones that I mentioned, they, they have that coating. On these ones, when you bite into them, that's where a lot of the sour flavor is hiding. It's not just on the coating, whereas on the Warhead ones, a lot of, a lot of the flavor is on the coating, and then it's sweet inside. I'm not sure if one delivery method's better than the other. I gotta try a Warhead one again. Hmm. Wow. This is tough. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna have to give the slight edge to the Warhead ones. So. Yeah. Okay. Warheads. Warhead sour jelly beans. 9.5. Sour Patch Kids sour jelly beans. I'm going to give it nine. Well, I saved the best for last as far as I'm concerned here. I, I know you, you mentioned that uh, Jelly Belly was common year-round thing, but uh, I did notice a small pack. In, in my frugality and my experience with jelly beans, I didn't want to overspend. <laughs> I didn't want to buy big copious amounts. I saw several different sizes of bags and things like that, but nestled in there was a one-ounce bag of Jelly Belly flavors. I did grab just the original here. I saw there was like an adult mix and then, you know, different small bags you could get uh, proprietary to whatever flavor you preferred. But I just bought the standard one-ounce bag. There's 25 in here. And just because everybody 
everybody knows these, everybody knows the flavors. I decided to go ahead and just take the uh, the entire handful of 25 and, and cram it in my mouth and see what happens. Again, I, I normally will separate these out, enjoy the different flavor of each one. I think they really do a good job of capturing the flavors. I do have my favorites. Luckily for me, there's no licorice in here, so that won't taint the whole batch. But, you know, I see quite a few of the bubble gum and uh, there is one buttered popcorn, which like yourself, I, I just... It's a horrid flavor. I'm hoping that doesn't ruin the whole the whole uh, experience for me. But I'm just going to fire these into my mouth and eat them all at once. Well, these ones are like a Jelly Belly adult mix? Well, I'm just saying that because they had the kids mix. So I'm assuming there's an adult mix. I mean, this is just ah. standard stuff. And there's very, when I looked at the 20 flavors that are, you know, available in each package, you know, between the regular and the kids mix, there's very few differences. I think the kids had uh, like chocolate pudding instead of licorice, you know, and I, I was interested to, think, to see what they thought kids was like versus adults would like. Do you know what I mean? So as I'm going through these, I mean, obviously the the, the predominant flavor is just is just sweetness. Is, is it's it's overpowering to no one's surprise. As you chew, you get little kind of hints of each flavor. I'm getting, I am definitely getting a lot of buttered popcorn, but it's mixed with bubble gum kind of, and then I'm getting some cinnamon. But definitely the underlying tone of this is the one buttered popcorn. It's it's kind of like the flavor. I want to say, you know how you mix a bunch of different colors of paint, you always get brown. That's how I describe this flavor, just like a sweet brown. There's nothing distinguishable. You can't tell really one from the other except just that god-awful buttered popcorn hint that just sticks on your tongue. That's awful that they put that in there. Why do they put that flavor in there? It's like a trick. I don't know. It, yeah, I don't know who likes that. And again, it just it it just stays with you. It's not like any other flavor. My favorite is the juicy pear. The odd thing about juicy pear is they somehow managed to get the like the taste sensation of biting into pear skin on that one. It's crazy. It's uncanny. Yeah. By far my favorite. Yeah, so jelly bellies, I think, you know, are the, are the kind of the standard for, for jelly beans for me. I, I, I love them. I think they really capture the actual flavor of uh, what they're going for. You know, they have the Dr. Pepper ones that really nail that. And, uh, yeah, they, they are what they taste like. So, yeah, if jelly bellies are a 10 and then the, the standard Brock's, again, I'm going to give those a 2. Now, what you did just now in your mouth is something very similar that I think most kids have done when they've gone into a place where they have access to a fountain drink system or to slush puppies, where you kind of take a <laughs> squirt of each flavor, you take a little bit of each soda, and you mix it up. We used to call them a tombstone. What did you guys call them out in uh, Idaho? Oh, we called it something like a midnight. I don't know I don't know where that came from, but it, it, probably just the color or something like that, or you, I don't know, stay up till midnight if you drank it, or yeah, it was called a, it was called a midnight. It was never... Very good. You know, it was it was more like it tastes. But the thing is, it, it's like childhood freedom. It's you first have a little allowance. You ride your bikes to the convenience store. You're with a couple of your friends. You're not with your parents. And you're just kind of messing around, experimenting with life. And, you know, the end result, not great, but still a bit of fondness there. Yeah, just pound one. Or the slush puppies, because like on slush puppies, you had to go to the convenience store where the guy didn't give a crap, because if they did, there's like a paw print on the slush puppy. And, you know, if you got a small, it was you were allowed one press of flavor. If you got a medium, you're allowed two and a large, you're allowed three. But if the guy wasn't paying attention, like obviously you're a kid, you would, you would put as many presses as possible before someone put the stop to you. Ah, uh, you're bringing it all back. Yep. <laughs> I never really see those slush puppies anymore. They us- they're usually always pre-mixed. They're like spinning 
and rotating in those machines. You've they, they've taken the freedom away from us. They've taken the control away from from children. Yeah, probably for sanitary reasons. I can't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty gross to think about some kid. You know? It always did look like really sticky inside of you know each one of those things, and each each tap looked. Uh, it looked like it could use a good wipe with a cloth. <laughs> but you know, I imagine that you know, like with like black licorice jelly beans, peeps. Butter popcorn, jelly bellies. People who do like those, I bet they're very, they're probably very offended right now as they're driving in their cars mm-hmm. and uh, very angry at us. <laughs> if you are, we're Snackmasters Inc. You can find this episode and all of our old ones at snackmastersinc.com. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are heard around the world. We're on Instagram at Snackmasters Inc. There we have all of our food photos, mini reviews, and videos. Speaking of videos, we have a YouTube channel at Snackmasters Inc. At Snackmasters Inc. on Twitter. And if you'd like to defend buttered popcorn jelly bellies, you can email us at Snackmasters Inc. at gmail.com. Easter eggs, man. You ever do any Easter egg hunts? Only with my kids. I don't remember ever going out and, uh, you know, as a child and, and looking for Easter eggs or having somebody prepare any for me but yeah i do them for my kids hide them around the yard you ever been to anything like this the largest easter egg hunt ever was held in 2007 at cypress gardens adventure park in florida scavengers searched for an astounding 501,000 eggs now i'm not sure over how big of a landmass that was or how many kids were there but that sounds like a pretty epic easter egg hunt yeah i hope they found them all <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they're probably they're probably still out there you know like the Fountain of Youth, Ponce de Leon will be searching for that and these Easter eggs for all eternity. I wonder what they put inside them. Was it just like something like like standard black uh, jelly beans? I think I'm going to do that to the kids. I'm going to make them uh, a few like bad eggs. Yeah, you have to pass on that tradition. Everybody goes through it. It's just uh, setting them up for the disappointment of the of life. <laughs> or like a, an egg with just like a little note, like you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like a trick or treat. You get you get some uh, you get some bad eggs. <laughs> the DNA results are in. You gotta have some fun with these holidays. <laughs> yeah, trolling your kids—that's you, you got to keep you young. <laughs> You ever have a rabbit? When I was like 19 or 20, I was dating this girl and she was really into rabbits. So I got her a rabbit as a birthday gift. And it's always like an awful idea to get someone a pet as a gift, especially in a new relationship when you're young. But for some reason, it like seems romantic. I'm not going to be ignored. Well, I got to know this rabbit pretty well. And it, like, they're, they're really mean and aggressive and they hate being in cages and they don't like being in apartments and they, they spit at you. They're really, they're really bad pets. They're not very intelligent. You can't train them to do anything. And uh, yeah, they're not cute and cuddly at all. Like, like they're portrayed in movies. Yeah, I want to make sure that actually what you got was a, a rabbit. I've <laughs> never heard of one hissing and, and, and biting and stuff. We did have a rabbit. My wife and I lived in a small apartment in Helena. One memory that sticks out to me is that it was laying on my wife's stomach while she was sleeping, and she thought she she woke up and was like, "Oh, he's so sweet! Look at him! He just he laid on me this whole time and took a nap with me." When she picked him up, there was this enormous pile of of rabbit poop and piss all over her stomach, <laughs> and so that completely you know completely spoiled the moment. It- Did you say that she was? Were, were you married when you were twenty? Isn't that kind of old for Idaho? Oh. 
we were we were already grandparents by then, but <laughs> were you really? How old were you when you got married? Sixteen, fifteen and a half. No, when did people get married in Idaho? Or when did you get married? We weren't married at the time, bro. I got married when I was oh. like twenty three. We just lived together when I was nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. So this was like part of your courtship was getting her this feral rabbit. No, I mean we lived together. We thought, yeah, you know, we let's get a pet. <laughs> I don't know. Uh huh. <laughs> We're living in sin, so we better get a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make it all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Snackmaster Junior, take us down that rabbit hole. What are mommy's favorite? What do you think of blackberry beans? I don't like about jelly beans. I don't like black jelly beans. What do you have against black jelly beans? I like red ones. Can we try a black one? I don't like black ones. I said that they taste different. What do they taste like? Gotta pay like chimney and I don't like chimney. Well happy Easter, Snackmaster Junior. <laughs> a black jelly bean? Mm-hmm. Do you like that je- black jelly bean? He said yeah. I think he might. Oh he's going for more. So you don't like it, but Snackmaster 3 does. Mommy likes them too. Mommy needs to be he, he likes bad ones too, and I like good ones. Snack Master Incorporated! Snack Master! Snack Master! You'll be snacking with the Snack Master! Snack Master! Snack Master! Snack Master! Rocks are like the uh, the 60 minutes of jelly beans.